gotta hold it. Sign it up. Lock it. There we go. There we go. We locked in. Yeah, we locked in. We locked in. We locked all the way in. Yo, yo, yo! How's it going tonight, people? I'll tell been? you one thing. What's up? It's been too long, man. Man, it's been way too long. We we'll be kicking it with Phil. Yeah, we we'll be kicking it with Phil. We here. You know what I'm saying? We got the table out, the bones. You know what I'm saying? The cups. Man, little Domino, oh, the Dominacci. Yeah, Dominacci. You know what I'm saying? But uh, how's it going though, man? You been good? You know I've been good. Yeah, been good. Are you man. good? I'm, I'm kind of on your on your ass right now on these on these dominoes. Ah, uh, yeah. This is your first time. You might might win. You know what I'm saying? We might win. We might win. You know what I'm saying? Been shaking up a little, but uh, want to welcome y'all to another episode of Kicking It with Phil. Kicking. You know what I'm saying? With my boy, you know, some sports guy. Something like that. Something like that. With two wives. I don't forget the two wives. You know what I'm saying? Like I said. Me <laughs> like I said, but last time I remember we were talking about, you know what I'm saying? I had a lava lamp. This time I got the slow jams in the background, kicking it, talking about it, you know what I'm saying? Enjoying the beautiful air here. I'm gonna do this while we playing dominoes. What's what got for me? What's got for right now? Right now, you you up right now. You up one one thirty to a hundred right now. One thirty to a hundred, y'all. Yeah, yeah. That ain't nothing. Boy, that boy got five. Come on now. We ain't playing five. We ain't even playing that. I was I thought you were going to give me something serious. We ain't playing for Man, but I'm going to go ahead and lay that on you and see what you got. See, see if you got anything for me. That's a lot going on right now in sports, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I want to get a chance. I want, I want, I, what I want to start, I want to start with the summer league because, you know, I was there just last Big week. No, no, nah, nah, just, you know, out there enjoying it, trying to look at some basketball, look at some, some different sites, you know, look at some mountains because, you know, they got mountains out there in Nevada. Oh, to go. oh, okay. Hold on now. You, you trying to get disrespected. I understand. You want to talk about your favorite sport. Now you want to get disrespected on the table. You want to talk about uh, the summer, summer league action. I, you know what I'm saying? I was out there. You know what I'm saying? Happened to catch a, a Rockets game or two. You know what I'm saying? Catch a Houston star and uh, Rob Gray. You know what I'm saying? Got a couple minutes to see him. Take a look at him. You know, he got hurt the injured, injured in the first game. You know what I'm saying? So he was... Pulling them back, but that's, that's, yeah, you, know, that's you out of there, huh? I'm going that round. A tiebreaker round. Yeah, tiebreaker. It definitely got to be a tiebreaker. I'm going to wash some dishes, man. man. I'm going to go ahead and get the washing dishes, but I'm going to give you a recap of this summer league here, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It was a big summer league. You got a, you got a, lot, a lot of rookies that actually, you know, were that was big-time stars. You can start off with, you know, the biggest one of them all, the guy who led the league, the led the college and scoring in assists. We're going to go with Trey, Trey, Trey Young. Because nice his first three games, my mom, but he looked poo. Ain't no cutting around it. Boy, eleven points. Who didn't last two? He dropped twenty three. I was like, okay, maybe this is a turnaround. But I'm like, it sounds like a start of an up and down rookie campaign. I wouldn't be surprised to be quite honest with you. Um, he's a volume scorer. I mean, he, the kid can get buckets. We know that. Right? Yeah, yeah. You lead the league. You lead the nation in assists. Uh, and scoring. So. And scoring. We know you can get buckets, but you're not playing against 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds every night no more. Yeah. No, 23-year-olds. You're playing against guys who's been in the league 10 plus years. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 I can't wait to see him adjust. Yeah. But you know me personally, I don't get caught up in summer league. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just don't. We, we see summer league stars. I mean, we've seen guys that's been around the league, period, whether it's been overseas. Yeah. Getting the invitational to the NBA, and, and by no means am I like uh, throwing a jab at them, but you know we've seen guys do really well at summer league and then don't get the NBA contract. I don't get caught up in summer league, especially for rookies. You going yeah. against other rookies or guys that are trying to make a roster? Trying to make a roster. Yeah, so it's... you're not going as a point guard, Trey Young in the East. You're not going against John Wall, Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You right, yeah. No, like I said, normally I agree with you. Normally I don't look too much at summer league, but it was just something about this summer league I was looking more into, due to the fact of the transition of the type of basketball is being really played here in the NBA. Like you saw, we went through the last part of the season, Hampton Five. So now we're seeing centers or guys that are centers, but normally they're playing a four position, and so it's this new transition and a lot of ball handling, pick and rolls dribble handoffs and things like that. And I'm just seeing a lot of guys coming from college and we're in that AAU brand of basketball where people come together, play basketball. That's all they do. They don't 
film, they, they may watch film, but they're not watching film like you would in the NFL or any football like that. You watch no. the film, you just seeing where where you could have made it, made a move this way, see where the defense is playing. Other than that, but you out there hooping, and that's what summer league this year was definitely about. It was just about guys going out there hooping. And so that's why I took a real good look at it. I just want to see guys love a basketball yeah, I can see for that, it. Man, it's nothing. It's really nothing wrong with ever watching the game of basketball. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes watching like summer league. Yeah. You're not worrying about. You're not really worrying about the professional side of it too much because yeah, no. you, you you're just getting into summer league for a lot of these guys and some of these guys are coming back. Yeah. But. It can remind you of AAU basketball. Yeah, yeah. You just out there really hooping. hooping. Yeah. Playing basketball. For yo, for those of you who don't know what hooping is, I mean from sun up to sundown. You got a ball in your yeah, hand, you exactly. dribbling that rock. Exactly. That's and it. I can understand that. I just never put too much stock in the summer league because of the fact that okay, a team can win a, a summer league championship, championship and then half of that team you won't even see. For the 82 game season, and exactly. they're playing for like for the Rockets, Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Rockets went to the championship about no. a couple years ago. Did yeah. they win a couple years ago? A couple years they lost. They lost in the championship. In the championship. But you know, you go to Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, a lot of fans of the NBA or, or basketball, it's one of those times where baseball is on. Yeah. The Wimbledon is on. Wimbledon is on. Uh, maybe catching some NASCAR. And if you're not a fan of those three sports, because those are like the three major sports right now. You're going to summertime. Until you get to August where you're kicking off college football and preseason for football. football yeah. Well, we're going to have the Browns on Hard Knocks. You know what I mean? So yeah. right now in July, it's it's really that, what the hell am I going to watch, period? Yeah. You come home, work the 8 to 5, 9 to 5. You get home, you want to watch some sports. and Ain't nothing really on if you don't watch baseball. So... WNBA, maybe? Can we talk about that? Yeah, I was going to get into actually that next. It's just, I just feel like people, it's... Let's save it. Let's yeah, save yeah, because it's, it's that's, a, that's a big topic, what, what they got going on talking on the WNBA. And, and, but staying on the basketball, the NBA aspect of Summer League, I guess in this year, there's a lot of guys that, you know, I've watched, I took an actual liking to in college. And, you know, they do have the rule where it's the one and done. So you see guys that are... Are and we get caught up? We yeah, caught exactly. Up. Now, I want to see Trey Young. Yeah, good. yeah. So I, I, I DeAndre Aiden and I want to Marvin see Bagley. Me personally, I believe. And the last time I said this about a UT big, yeah. I was right. Yeah, I believe the second best big in this draft will be Mo Bamba. See, are you saying that over a period of time or over a period of time? See, I got him being the best big over a period of time. And I could definitely see that he's definitely the best defending big. In this draft, uh, well, yeah, he, I, I'll give him number one. I give him because Jaron uh, Jackson Jr. is he's nice, very close, but it's something it's about second. that length you can't teach. Yeah, you're right. You can't. You can't. Um, and he's been working on his jump shot. He's actually been out in a, California. He's nice with a, with, with a shoe guru and, and everything. Yeah, and, and uh, Bede. And they're doing that one on one. Yeah. So uh -huh. summer league is that time you can get the rest of college out. Yeah. Like you know, you that, that graduation period. You graduate. You move back home. And, and your parents are kind of still letting you kick it a little bit like you're still in college. Yeah. That's exactly what Summer League is. It's cute. It's fun. Yeah. And it's right before everybody get inked the, the contracts. And yeah, exactly. Exactly, but I, this topic, we're, we're going to go into WBA, but this topic I know is the biggest one in, in the NBA. And all I'm going to say, it begins with an L. That, that's all I'm does going it, to say. Does it, does it end with an end? Yes, it does end with an end. Does yeah. it run with... Lafon, yeah, yeah, it, it goes along that line. Go along that line. Like, yeah, like along that line. We definitely gonna hop into yeah, that. Yeah, and like I said, I'm, and I'm gonna get in, and like so, I'm gonna definitely get into that, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, you know what I'm saying, take a dive possibly into to, to the WBA. Could it? Could it's big right it, now. It's man. it's, it's huge right now. I like I I'm gonna put out a poll soon. I'm just gonna ask WNBA women. Their their type of I guess their type of pay grade that you feel they should get for being in the WNBA should it be higher should it be lower or should it stay right where it's at and also about them overseas because we forget 
They make money overseas. They make money overseas. That, that's what a lot of us forget that they do make money overseas. And I'm gonna add to that. And we're right, right now we're on the uh, Anchor app. We're gonna get this published uh, right after the show gets done. Probably get it dropped Monday. Monday, yeah. Um, which is gonna allow us to have people send their messages and ask questions yeah. while kicking it with Phil. Yeah, kicking it with me. While we're here on the, in the crib talking sports, playing dominoes. This is what we do. We're just like you guys. Uh, but we can get these questions because a lot of people feel, you know, WNBA players should get paid what they, whatever they feel they need to get paid, okay, which yeah. we don't get into, dive into. But there's something that people are definitely forgetting when it comes to w, that baby? pay grade in the WNBA. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get into that next well, I ain't gonna say next. What are we gonna, what are we gonna get into it? Actually, we we, we we can get into it now. We can get into it now before we take a break. I, I want to start off with the very first question: Do you feel that WNBA professional basketball players should get paid more while playing in the WNBA? Yes. On the other side of break, we're gonna dive into that. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you gonna? Are we back? Hey, welcome back with another segment of kicking it with Phil, my boys. Some sports card. You got big six. No, I ain't got big six. You guys got it. You yes. got big five. Man, if I had big five, I would have been put it down seven years ago, my okay. brother. Big four on a low. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to start off with a big four. Boy, that, 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 that sounds about as uh, weak as your answer to the question I asked before the last segment. You took the last your ten, segment. though, huh? Yeah, See I, that. I had to get the ten, now. Nah. Come on, now. We, we, did, we had a tiebreaker around. See that. Uh, we had a tiebreaker around. So, like I said, your answer was WNBA, professional basketball, women basketball players, should get paid more in the WNBA, you said yes. yes. So with being yes, you know I got to ask you, what, what's your reason behind it? Yeah, yeah, yes. I feel, and this is me, I feel over the course of time, every job, every career should bring on a raise. Yep. Especially if you're good at what you're doing. I.e. Maya Moore, I.e. Dan- Danny uh, uh, Tarasi. I'm sorry, Diana Tarasi. Diana Tarasi. I.e. I.e. Uh, uh, Candace Parker. Candace Parker. I.e. Uh, Asia Wilson. Asia, you know the rookie that the number one draft pick. Who really? But she, she's you know balling right now. Yeah, she is. I.e. Those ladies and more. Yeah. And of course, over the course of time, pioneers to back your case. Oh yeah. So if you're being good. At something for so long, individually, yeah. yes, you deserve more. But however, I'm not a fool. I'm looking at numbers. Yeah. I'm looking at things like the WNBA, and I wish I had the direct numbers on this, this, but they do not generate as much money as the NBA does. Not even close. It's not close it's, at it's all. It's not even close on that. It is not close. As as not just women basketball, but just. NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. versus men's versus women. So it's not close at all. You're not generating as much money, nor is your CBA agreement that good. I believe they're getting 20% when the NBA players get 50%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a double. So you're looking at those two things, lack of attendance, lack of fans. I mean, the WNBA should be geared towards Women basketball players, people who are women and like basketball. Uh, I've encountered a lot of women who don't support the WNBA. And then, of course, we have bonehead men who think, you know, I mean, I can go out there and be the WNBA player. Stop it. You can't. You can't. But they're not tuning in. And so it sucks, but that's the reality of it. So... You're not making as, as much money. You're not bringing in enough fans. And you want more money, which I understand and I agree. But here's what I fear, Phil. The WNBA players right now in 2018 are not in a position for a strike. No. Because I hate to say it, if you go on a strike for the WNBA, that could possibly lead to the league shutting down forever. Exactly. And that's the issue at hand. Is it on me? Yeah, it's on you. Are we playing dominoes right now? Yeah. Say peace, please. Reason no why, sides. Nah, the reason I, I, I say that they, they, they shouldn't is because 
it's more of the timing of when they can play. Like in America, you have America's past summer baseball. That's baseball the summertime. That's the summertime. So now you're competing with that in the summertime. summer. Right. Like you say, you got NBA summer league. You got big free agency. A lot of stuff. So you're not gonna really tune in. Then on top of that, you have at the tail end of hockey. That's still an American sport, hockey. And then you also have you get into the middle sport of of, of NASCAR. That's another American American, big sport. American sport. So it's like it's more of the fact and, that and really, another sport. I'm sorry to cut you off. Another huge sport in America is just not giving a damn. Yeah, we have a, a we. What, what what are we ranking right now in world education? I would say we're bottom we just third. don't care. Yeah, and some fans just don't care. That's a huge. It's actually a huge factor into it. I just feel like they can find a, a peak time to actually play their games. Yes. It would be great. And the reason why I don't say they should get a raise. Well, they, they've gotten a raise since the beginning, since it started in 1997, and to now, it me they've gotten a raise. But I don't think they're going to even generate any more due to the fact that they play overseas. And majority of your top players have endorsements other places. Maya Moore, she's with Jordan. So she has a Jordan contract. So she gets endorsements from that. You got Candace Parker, one of your top players, Adidas. Diana Taurasi, possibly, I think I want to say with Nike. You got um, all this. And you don't also get the flare and flash you would in the men's game of dunks, dunk contests type of moves you get sound basketball and and that's one thing it sounds like a jab but it's not because you can get a lot of pure basketball out of out of women basketball mm-hmm. passing shooting you know it's a lot of pure basketball everything everything you think is it's not a jab and, and and it's it's applied to them the fact that they can play pure basketball like you don't have to worry about like in the NBA it's sometimes you're going to get entertainment more than you would a basketball you're going to get some flops like I'm watching TV one time, I seen they did top jeers. I see Marcus Smart's on there five times of making a flop. He's not getting touched. That's part of acting. You gotta act that. You can't sit here and say he doesn't practice that in practice or at home or anything because you can't do that just on a drop like that. It's called practice, practice, and that's why they have the entertainment aspect over to the NBA. I mean, even with entertainment, you know, you bring up before who do we enjoy watching? Before basketball game on their broadcast, TNT, Shaq, yeah, Chuck, uh, Kenny, Ernie, Ernie, and them. Yep. The WNBA does not have those compelling figures to, you know, compel people to watch. Is that can you, can you, you go look at their pioneers and their big stars and stars like Tina Thompson, Cynthia Cooper, like um, even Candace Parker? She's, yeah. she's on TV during the tournament. Yeah, when it's her turn. That you would like to see her, she's actually working, you exactly. know, playing. Exactly. And that's what I want to say. All those other Tina Turner, Tina Kubala, they're coaching. They're coaching. See, they're on the recruiting trail trying to get players to come play for the colleges that they're at. And you have people like Teresa Weatherspoon, Texas product, New York Liberty, one of the part of the first ever WNBA finals. We don't know what she's at home working, working out, or running camp. So it's just they're not there. The pioneers of the WNBA are not there to come back and actually be on TV like the Shaqs, the Ernie's, I mean, the Kenny Smiths, the Charles Barkley's, the Stephen A. Smiths. I mean, the Stephen, not Stephen A., but Steve Smiths, the Dennis Scotts and stuff like that that's in the market of, you know what I'm saying, telling game, you got Isaiah Tom. I feel if they get more of that to come back, I think they might have a chance to possibly get in, I wouldn't say the, I wouldn't say the ballpark or the parking lot probably of the NBA. Another huge, 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 like uh, Jay Trump would say, you look at the demographic of men. Yeah. And I wish I had the numbers on this, but men are, you know, we gravitate to sports. Yes. And so you look at, you know, a sport, you can, you can kind of throw a sport out there. If you're a sports guy... Like me and you are, yeah. you know, you will sit down and just say, "Well, let me see what's on ESPN right now." Yeah. July, you can see NBA off season, uh, NFL getting prepared yeah. for the off season. Baseball's heating up. Exactly. NASCAR going around the track. Yeah. All star shout out to the Astros that made the All Star game. Yeah. Um, you know, things like wrestling. Exactly. But the demographic for women, which the woman NBA, 
they're not they don't gravitate to sports. Basketball is a sport. Exactly. So what you would like to reach, your target audience that you would like to reach, a lot of times they're not tuning in because it's you know the yeah. housewives is on. Yeah. Or yeah. uh claws is on or hip hop. You know what whatever the case is, yeah. you're getting beat out by that show right now. Exactly. And so that kind of takes out at least 50%. I say it's more than that. Okay. And then now, when you get that cut out, now you have to compete with men who think they're above you because they're a man, not knowing you get done up on that court by Maya Moore. You get done up on that court by Candace Parker. But we understand. And I'm honest. Men are boneheads. But that's what you're competing against. against. On top of everything else you're dealing with. When I say... Do I believe they deserve a raise? Hell. Phil, if you've been at your job for five years, you exceeded? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. You do. Mine more came in and won, what, rookie of the year, MVP, or won a champ? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the reality of it is. But it's it's, it's, it's not with that. It's reality of it is. Mine more is getting her dude. Mine more is getting her dude. That's what people don't realize. Well, and I say that for. Maya Moore. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole doesn't mean there's hoopers out there. Yeah, no, trust me, it's definitely hoopers. I've, I've seen some of the best female basketball players. And, and they, they can compete. I'm not going to say they're going to go out there and out jump. They, they will compete. They will make some plays. They'll make a man look silly while playing the game. And so, when they go out there and actually perform, it's just like you said, it's not catching the eye of men. They don't want to see a 360 layup. When they can say, I can go out there and do a 360 layup. So it's, that's what, and it's like you're 33 with three kids on a nine-to-five. Yeah. And I, you only work out once, two, every two weeks. Yeah. I, no, I, you can't. Yeah. They don't play enough games. It's, it's, I just think it's just all about the timing. They will have to find a time where a sport might Excuse be Excuse me, sir. I don't mean to interrupt. Can I get a 10-piece, please? Yeah, we out of those. We ain't got no more of those, man. Extra crispy. Extra crispy. Man, I don't even know what's spinning around here, man. I think you bamboozled me. Man, I got to go in this yard. I think the four is, no, the four is spinning. Four is spinning. Man, Sorry, guys. Man, 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 man. But, like I said, with the WNBA, you know, so it's, it's a hot topic. I, 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 I really feel for them on a level of they just got to find the right time for me. And the right time isn't baseball. I mean, it's in the summer because it's baseball, and I, I love baseball. So I'm going to watch baseball before, you know what I'm saying, I watch a WNBA game. Don't get me wrong, they can hoop. I'm not going to slam it. They can hoop. But it's just the top players, I wouldn't want to have them complain too much because most of the top players do have shoe contracts, play overseas, make money there. And if they're not married to a basketball player already, already, so your life is pretty, pretty much set. So... You're, you wouldn't have to worry about it. I'm more of the, the ones that are not the big stars in the WNBA are the reason why I feel that they, they should get a raise in that point because they do because, you know, you've been playing five years. You deserve a raise. You deserve something. But you just got to find a way to find the right timing and actually get more viewers to actually take a look at it. Because I, I was, like I said, I have a personal experience of when the first few years of the WNBA, the, the comments the comments won. The city was on fire for Exactly. It. I, I remember I, I paid tickets for my mom. Me and my dad paid tickets for my mom to go to the first two championship games, not knowing that it was really the championship game or the championship series. It was just like, here, here goes some tickets to a basketball game, women playing, not knowing the magnitude it was going to bring. How big it was. And, and it was big to kick off the Yeah, exactly. The, 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 and then but we don't even have the comments in exactly, Houston no more. Exactly. The teams that won the first few championships, they're nowhere to be found. I haven't. You had the comments. You had the New York Liberty at one point was was a hot team where they had only team left was L.A. Sparks, and we know why the L.A. Sparks around because it's L.A. L.A. So we know it's L.A. And speaking of L.A., man, this NBA free agency, that city is hot. It's been interesting. In- interesting. It's been interesting. I've literally watched one man. Changed the dynamic of a whole NBA in the last eight years, and now he's did it for the third time. What side? And he's coming. I guess he's coming home, home kind of home, because he he does home have a home visit. 
that's a whole different thing. It's not your roots, but that's what you say. Yeah, you've been staying up for the last 10 years in the summer. LeBron. And LeBron James is officially in Purple Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Let's get into that next on the other side of the break. And, man. I'm I only a guest right now kicking it with Phil, man. Yeah. What's the score right now on the domino? The score on the domino right now, we're, we're, we're in a tiebreaker game. You know, we're one and one The score is 20 to 10 right now. You are here kicking it with Phil. We are here with the, the bones, the music, talking sports, glasses, a little full. Like I said, it's kicking, with, <laughs> kicking it with Phil. We back. Hey, hey, how's it going out there, man? How's it going out there? Like I said, we're back with another segment of Kicking It With Phil. Like I said, I'm with my boy, some sports guy with two wives. Man, before we went to the break, we were talking about that big acquisition, the big I thought decision. we were talking about these dominoes. I was kind of up right now. Oh, yeah, you you up 10 to 20 right now in the tiebreaker game. But I want to say it's your play. It's my play. And I wanted to, I, I'm glad it's my play because that's 10. Thank you. Okay, tie game. Yeah, huh? tie game. Yeah, yeah you're going to do it like that. Yeah, speaking of time, shoot. The Lakers tied LeBron James for four years, 158. I love it. Because you are a, I would say you're a closet Laker fan. You're, you're an old school Laker fan from I back like, in the day. I like, so let me get this out. I am a Houston Rockets fan. Yeah. Over the course of me watching basketball, two out of the five favorite players, Kobe and Shaq, played for the Lakers. So I, I root for the Lakers, and, and but... Number one, I understand when the Lakers are good, the NBA, the NBA is good. The NBA is. And what people don't realize, when the NBA is really good is when the Lakers and the Celtics are good. Are good. And now we both have Lakers, potential top four seed in the West. And now we have, the, we have the Celtics who possibly could be the best team, the beast of the East. And so when it's the beast of the East, those two franchises are the most – Historic franchises in the NBA. Tied for, well, I think the Lakers got them now. Yeah, I think for they're most all time. Yeah, I think uh, 16 to Celtics, right behind them. So, when you have that, the NBA is going to be great. I, I want to talk about, I want to I want, I want to go back to a time when we were Larry and things on the 494. You can argue that sports. I, I made a, I want to say I made a suggestion about this. Back in October, right before the season started, that LeBron James will be in LA mm-hmm. by the end of this season. I got a good memory, somewhat. I remember that. And when, with saying that, I was like, "Man, this is this is this is time he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be he's going to be in purple and gold at the end of the season." And then, like I said, as the season went on, the Cavs was out the gate. They looked they looked pretty. I guess you would say. And they had got a lot of new pieces. They added Dwayne Wade. They added Derrick Rose, Jeff Green. We didn't know how these pieces were going to be. So they started out. They played the first game. You know, the big acquisition of the Celtics getting Gordon Hayward. Got Gordon Hayward. He gets hurt the very first game. Kyrie's traded there as well. So when they're traded there, everybody's like, oh, the Celtics might have a squad. Boom, Gordon Hayward goes down. Season goes along. LeBron James and the Cavs start struggling. They start hitting a rocky patch. Everybody, what's going on with the Cavs? LeBron James, this LeBron James, that. We like, well, you know how we think. Wait till Christmas. That's the Christmas. That's the time you really start getting into basketball. The first 25, 30 games out the way. So you're ready, like, okay, maybe this is what the team's gonna look like. Oh man, the Cavs still haven't clicked. Haven't clicked and figured it out. Next thing you know, you come around later in the season. Comes to a time where the Cavs take not one, but two back-to-back blowouts. 25, 20 points or more, 25 points or more blowouts. And we all looking at the Cavs like, hold on, wait a minute. Is this team really, is LeBron really going back to his eighth straight finals? Lo and behold. Lo and behold. He I, goes back. And I told people, I was like, calm down, just wait. It's the Eastern Conference. Everybody's like, oh, those Toronto Raptors again. They're, they're the team to beat in the East. LeBron James is no good. His team is not not, not, not the one. Like, hold on. Let's calm down. Let's calm it down. We're still talking about LeBron James. 
And then we're going to head and move into February. The time around All-Star time. Trade deadlines. Trade deadlines. And next thing you know, dun dun dun. You know, you hear Sports Center. LeBron James has traded away Derrick Rose. Traded away Jay Crowder. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's going back. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. The list is going on. We're like, man, who is LeBron James from the playoffs? You know what? It's funny. We say LeBron James has traded away. We don't even respect the the Cleveland Cavaliers for what they are. I mean, they're they're front office. We don't. Because we know know what it is, LeBron. LeBron, we're not. We know what it is, LeBron. It was your team in Cleveland. You ran the show. But Dan Gibber said he can finally get his team back. Man, that's. I'm still waiting on it. To be there in a rebuild mode right now. And Teron Lou and them are trying to hold ship. We're we going to rebuild. I don't want to rebuild. You're rebuilding. You have to start over. You just let the biggest player ever in basketball in the last 15 years. You lost him twice. You have to deal with that, Dan Gilbert. Twice. Not once, but twice. Not one, but twice. And you let you let LeBron James handpick his coach. I wouldn't say handpick, but alter your coaching pick. Alter you want to free in the in the front office, the players you want to bring here, and then you end up trading majority of all of that away while helping a team that you foreshadowed and I foreshadowed back in October he was going to. What does that tell you as an ownership in a front office? About yourself? About yourself, yes. Like, exactly. Like, you foreshadowed, this was foreshadowed in October, and you did everything in, their, in your power to help them lure the guy that you were trying to keep, and you helped them lure him just like that. Well, let's, 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 let's say this. I'm sorry. This remind me of Kondo. Kobe said he didn't want to be in L.A. no more. And so, they did everything to make the Lakers a contender at that time. And it worked out. You win two more championships with Kobe as your guy. You bring in Paul Gasol, Lamar Odom. They drafted Bynum. Key pieces. Yeah. But the difference is, that was Kobe's first time mentioning an issue in LA. Yeah. Well, Bron's on a, you know, he's on a different path than Kobe is right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you you make all these these trades, you do a lot of agreeing agreement, agreeing rather, I'm sorry. Let's take it back a couple years ago where you have two immovable contracts with J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson. And so you're stuck with those. You don't have that much wiggle room. You make a lot of trades, and then it bites you in the ass. Like a dog on a mailman. Yeah. So you ask me, what does that say about the organization? To me, that says the organization needs to be in the corner with the dunce hat on. Stupid. Because you fell victim and, and made your, your 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 cap strap tight. You can't really sign nobody. Strap tight. Nor do you have these two guys playing in a level where you can trade them. So you're stuck. And then on top of that, the city of Cleveland. It's a white collar, blue collar town. So it's not somewhere you will attract free agents. No. I recently went to Cleveland. Uh-huh. Cleveland is one of those cities where if you're anybody except an NBA player, you'll go. You know what I mean? It's it's a cool place. You can get a nice job, stay out of the way, you know, just like every other city. But you ain't getting NBA players. No. NBA all. players don't want to go to Sam's Chicken. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't want to see factors. However, here's where it comes to fun. L.A. Team Braun went to. And Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. I think of two. Rondo. 
I think those are all three of those are good key pieces to pick up. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the city where people want to go. So, like you said, they helped LA out. They made their trade. Mm-hmm. Run chunks do to you a second time. And this time, I have no problem with it. You did what you came back for. Yeah. And on top of that, who cares about Dan Gilbert and his feelings right now? Exactly. I love the move for L.A. and LeBron and their marriage. I do. LeBron's at a point where you mentioned this years ago before we even. It was you kind of foreshadowed it. Instead of Carmelo waiting to go wherever he wanted to go in the free agency, they traded him to New York. New York traded away everything. They have five players and two, two, three draft picks? Traded away too much. Yeah, way too much. And Melo got the five-year, $125 million deal. Am I correct on those numbers? Yes. Or is it, okay. And you said this. Y'all think Melo care about basketball? Melo just invested into, was it a soccer team? Yeah, soccer team. Melo cared about life outside of basketball. Exactly. You foreshadowed that. And it came to light last season. Yeah. And it came to light this season when he opted in. At this point, there's two things I see with this. LeBron knows he's not going to go six for six. But you have finals MVP, regular season MVPs, Jordan has both. Yeah. But what is one thing Jordan has never did? Uh, one thing Jordan has done that LeBron's done? Officially. He never been out west. Never been out west, huh? So, if you can win... In the conference that has been a better conference in the NBA for, for at least last seven to ten years, it's been longer. I feel it's been longer, but I'm going to give seven to ten years because some people they still. Wanna... I mean, this conference has had a team that not missed a playoffs in twenty years. This is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. This conference has the Lakers, which right. you just played for. This conference now has the Golden State Warriors. You know what I mean? This conference is really, really, really good, really, really good. Yeah. Jordan never went. And I'm not saying Jordan could have went and did the same thing. I don't know what Jordan could have did. He never did it. But never did it. LeBron has did did it. it. LeBron has done it. And another thing, just like you said with Carmelo, LeBron is now in La La Land where things like production companies, business ventures, schools with your children. Yeah. L.A., baby. Hey. Everything is set up for you. Exactly. And that's why I love the move for LeBron. It's two things you want out of this. Exactly. You win a championship for the Los Angeles Lakers in the next four years. Are you going to be here? As a basketball man, I feel like he would be the greatest. He will be that GOAT. And guess who never went out west? Michael Jordan. Okay. And that's why this move was so great. Yeah. Because now... What you gonna say? Exactly. You can't say I've never went out west and win a championship. I never went to that gauntlet. I did. I, if, I went, if he wins one, I've been through that gauntlet. I know what it took. They threw for that gauntlet, won a championship. Mike's never done that. He's chasing the ghost. Now he's done something Mike hasn't done. Because at this point, it's not about chasing to me. Yeah. It's about what have you done for me lately? Exactly. That. Lately, last time you seen him in his later years, he was in a Wizards uniform. Last time you may see me, as of right now in my later years, was in L.A., baby. You hear me? And and that's what I love. And, and I can agree to everything. And that's, that's beautiful. That, that is very beautiful. And, and the reason I, I most like it is because as far as black athletes in the NBA, what he's trying to do outside of the game of basketball, he's fulfilling everything he's Profit. I was reading. I was reading and was told after this contract he has here now, his gross will be a billionaire. How many African American males? Is know, that for the NBA contract? Yeah, this NBA contract. And everything he's made by the end of this contract, the one fifty-eight million, it will gross him over a billion dollars. How many times can you say? How many times can you show or show a, a African American billionaire in the world today? Not that many, Phil. And then you want to say male African. He's done it. He's doing everything he's asked for. Production. He's out there in L.A. Everything you can think of he can do. His kid's going to get a great education. He, he's going to have his production team be even expanded out there in L.A. You don't know what you can run into. Boom, that's taking off. 
He gives backs to schools. Back in Cleveland, he's done that. Brought a championship to the Northeast, to the great Northeast, as, they, as he calls it. And they was on a drought. Yes. 50-plus 50, 50 years. Since. Jim Brown was Jim the last. Brown. Jim Brown was the last time they won a championship in the city of Cleveland. This is the same. He's done everything you ask him. Set up his his people he grew up with. Setting them up. It's seen as an African American athlete. Never man, had an injury. Never yeah. had a scandal. Exactly. Outside of this Beyonce thing, I don't. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't, it, it, it is kind of sketchy. It is kind of sketchy. On jokes aside, never had anything. And I hate to say it, which I, I can't wait to talk about this within in the NFL, but never had anything the typical professional athlete yeah. goes through. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, you kind of look at some of the things that, like the man, the man married his high school sweetheart. Look at the things Jordan had to go through. Exactly, it's a lot. Gambling issues. Gambling issues. Father dies. Uh, he left the game to go play baseball. He, wife, you know, you know, divorced and, and him. I'm not holding that against Jordan because life happens. Yeah. But as a competitor, a competitor will find any way to say, I beat you at this. Exactly. And look at this. The Jordan kids, when it came to basketball, they wasn't good. They wasn't. This four-year deal LeBron has opens him up. Yeah. So when his son gets drafted, if he gets drafted, which it looks like he will get drafted, yeah. LeBron can still be around in the league and either play with or play against. Exactly. That accolade alone, that's a different standard. Yeah, exactly. That's another level. That That's what LeBron, he's going to eat. He, with chasing the goals, but he's bringing it to another level. Said, now he something, will become the GOAT. Yeah, Most. something yeah, something that you can sit like you said competitor, you can sit there and say something, I've done something you haven't done. I don't That's two things LeBron has. If it works out how we would like it to work out. I went to the West, let's check that out. Yeah. But you have players that come through the league and have sons, and so you have players like Shaq. His son Sharif is is pretty good. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Shaq ain't in the league no more. You have Dwayne Wade with Zaire. Zaire's pretty good. Yeah. But do I think Dwayne's going to be around by that time? He ain't going to last three. Hell no. Uh-huh. Gary Payton and his son. Yeah. His son was really good in, in Oregon State. Yeah. Gary Payton was gone, gone. Yeah, long, long, long. LeBron, a man who ain't never had an injury. Yeah. Who takes care of his body. Million dollars per summer on his body. Yeah. It's a possibility. They can be on their court at the same, same time. time. Same jersey, different jersey. That's one thing you cannot say about that ghost he's chasing. And it's making a new ghost. Is that it? And that's that's why I that's why I respect LeBron James for what he does and how he goes about what he does. Due to the fact is he, he's setting a new limit. I setting a big time new limit that I don't think will be touched. I don't think any of that will be touched. Because we have the likes of Clay Thompson. His daddy played in the league, Michael Thompson. We have Steph Curry. Steph Curry's dad played. We got the rookie. And Dan was pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was a great, great shooter for you that you have on your team that got minutes and put up buckets. You yeah. have, like you said, Gary Payton. Then we, we can go to the young but Jaron Jackson Jr., his dad played in the league, 13 years. Yeah. We have uh, the, not, the point guard that, was for, uh, that came out of Duke. His dad played in the league. You have multiple guys, guys, fathers play the league, they can't get to play with him. LeBron James has, like you said, a chance to have his son play with him while in the league. With him or against him, it doesn't matter. The fact that he can be in the league at the same time. Never as ultimate competitor, I can say, I've done that, you haven't. Hey, he's going to eventually have that GOAT status. And this is a guy, let's not forget, who was born to a single mother. black mother, uh-huh. poor, no pops. No pops, none of that. In a blue-collar town in Akron, Ohio. In a town that you can get confused, and, and it can be some, it can be a little side-eye and shade going on if you if you came up like he did with his mom. Exactly. Sometimes the game of basketball is not important as to saying, hey, hey, life, look what I did. Exactly. Didn't have a dad, become the greatest basketball player in the NBA for a runoff of years, arguably the best basketball player ever to touch a court 
Never have an outside scandal. Exactly. Marry my heart to sweetheart. Treat and love her like a queen. Exactly. Hey, listen and guess what I did, Dad? Without you, my son in the league, exactly. and I'm there for him. And I don't like to put that stereotype on black people because I just don't like to do it. But the reality of it is, there's a lot of black men who did not grow up with their father that can literally say, "I did this. Where were you?" Look what I accomplished without you exactly. for my generational family. Exactly. You can say whatever you want about that man on the court, but off the court, it's a wrap. Exactly. You 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 can't. It's a wrap. You can't you can't handle that man on anything when it comes outside the court because he's done it the right way. I'm gonna tell you when I was in high school, you do the right thing. That was a big statement for our football team. Do the right thing, do and that right man thing. LeBron James did the right thing. Did the right thing. Got your boys on. Exactly. And I didn't know who the hell Brian Renhurst was. Same thing with Chris Roussard. There's a lot of guys you didn't know until they covered LeBron James. And LeBron James made sure he dressed the media the right way, didn't disrespect the media, did everything the right way. And it, were, it, were, it was chances where I think we all want LeBron Red. Yeah, exactly. And it's many times. That's the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that is your GOAT to beat. Because I'm, I'm a big firm believer you got to do it. He has to get up there in points. He's gonna be pretty good in rebounds and assists. So once he gets that that mark, and he hits maybe one more championship, maybe two. Oh yeah, he's definitely the goat. It's, it's, he's definitely gonna be the goat. He's on his way there. I've told many people that he's gonna be the goat eventually. It's just he has to get that mark, and the way it's going, I don't see it stopping, and I don't see him not reaching that peak. So, like I said, we we, we got a little deep into LeBron James and his movement. Going to LA more like he said is more than a basketball move. More than basketball. So it's he was able to do it's, it's a lot at stake for him for making this move. And and I can say I'm proud of him. I really am. I, I can truly it, say love love the move he's made. And when you say role model, someone to look up to, that, that's that's one you will definitely look up to. Definitely look up to. We're gonna get into some more NBA. We're gonna have to go get into our hometown Rockets. You know, they made some some type of moves that you may question will stretch your head, and we're going to get into that. Like I said, you're kicking it with Phil, with some sports guy. Hey, enjoy it, man. Hey, kicking it with Phil. And welcome back. We're here with another segment of kicking it with Phil, with some sports guy. We just got off the topic of LeBron James and the big move and the decision he made. And like I said, on the other side of the break, we're going to go ahead and talk about the hometown Rockets. Man, man, man. These Rockets. I'm just... I'm going to start with my stuff. I'm just shocked to see 160 four years for a 33-year-old basketball player. Granted, maybe one of the top five point guards in the league right now. Maybe top ten point guard, top seven point guard of all time. But to be 37 and wanting to take $160 million where two the last two years of your deal... Are forty million a piece, and at that time, we know age catches up real fast. We, we see it in a lot of players, and for you to want to take a four-year, one hundred sixty million dollar deal and get forty million back-to-back years in the last two years, come on, Rockets! I, I, I hate to go back to hey, this is the business. I know you respect this dude and all that is due, but we're still trying to run a business. You're still trying to run a franchise to win a championship, and you still got to stay competitive with the money so you can dibble and dabble in the free agency. I want to take your outlook on the four-year, $160 million for Chris Paul that the Houston Rockets signed a couple of days ago officially Hate for it. Chris Paul. Hate it. Hate it. Um, 33 years old. I love Chris Paul as a basketball player. Yeah. That's all I can say. I don't know his personal life. Uh, all I know is he's from Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I remember watching, I believe, an E60 where his grandfather died and he scored his birthday yeah, points. Yeah. Amazing. I love him as a basketball player. Yeah. Last time we saw Chris Paul, what happened? Hamstring, game five of the Western Conference Finals. He pulls it in the last 47 seconds of the game. And we didn't see Chris Paul no more after that. And with that being said, this is, I would say, a repeat offense of him getting hurt in the playoffs, 
granted, we did get him to his first Western Conference Finals. That was an accomplishment. We had the most wins during the season. But 33 years old, and he's constantly getting hurt in the playoffs. And we just invested four years, $160 million guaranteed. The, the, the real biggest reason outside of my last memory with Chris Paul was the injury. What this does for the Houston Rockets is completely handcuffing. Yeah. You don't win a championship with two guys. I say that to say this. We've seen dynamic duos. Yeah. You know, dynamic duos like Steph and Clay. Yeah. We've seen Steph and Clay. But they were smart enough to, to know, you know, at the time, of, at the first championship, I think Steph Curry was the fifth highest paid player on no, that team. That, that was before he took that deal, before they won their first championship. Because his time was up, because he had got, when they, when they made that playoff run against the Spurs, they lost. But that's when Steph Curry also got hurt. And that's when they were able to sign him for four years, $40 million, I think it was. So at the time of the first one, he still was. Yeah, he's still under, under his, his lower contract. So let's look at that dynamic duo. Or let's look at dynamic duos like, let's go Shaq and Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. No, the cap wasn't as high as back then. But, however, you still have guys like Robert Ory. You still have, you know, key guys. Rick Fox. Rick Fox. Derek yeah, Fisher. Yeah, Fisher. You need these guys. And so I'm looking at this Rocket team who the window is not big. No, it's Because not. you are an old team. Yeah. Nene. P.J. Tucker. Uh, we have to resign Clint Capella. Yeah. We're an old team, and I fear a lot of people in in the organization and around the city of Houston are thinking to themselves, if we would have had Chris Paul. Now we have Chris Paul. Now we it's a different ball game. No. Trevor Reese is going. Boom. A big key to getting us to game seven. Because yeah. he was there at 82 games of the season yep. throughout the playoffs. Uh, Clint, I mean, not Clint Capella. Well, we, we we're on the verge to not re-signing Clint Capella. Which well, well, I think we'll get done. Well, yeah, but yeah. now we're going to have to sign him to a big contract after signing Chris Paul to the contract. And that leaves us super tied with our hands. Yeah. Exactly. And so now we don't have room for improvement. Now we have players like I'm, I'm looking at the upcoming season, and I fear if we don't get Carmelo, even if we do get Carmelo, we're going to be stuck with Ryan Anderson as our starting power forward. Yeah. Because his contract was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That was all the inflation of the cap. And, and a lot of people don't see, even though we lost, even though my Boutte that did leave, he left, you realize the Rockets' philosophy this past season was great perimeter defense. And threes. You lost your top two perimeter defenders with length and, 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 and length, healthy. And healthy. Luke Malbata, Luke Malbata, Butu, Butu, I'm sorry, Luke, I'm just calling Luke, and Trevor Reason. Those were the three and D guys that we've been asking for for us to have on defense, to have a defensive identity. Those two guys we let walk. 15 million. I understand with Trevor Reason. Take the money. That's what he wanted. He wanted the money. Go ahead. But with Luke, we could have signed him. We could have used an early bird exception where we could have signed him this year and next year we would have paid him more than what he would have made this previous year. But we didn't take that option. With the Clint Capella thing, it's more of we're not going to pay him big bucks if we don't have to pay him big bucks. But what they don't realize is on the back end, next year he's an unrestricted free agent. So if someone wants to throw that bag of thirty plus million at him, he gonna take it. He gonna take it. We don't have it. And if I'm Clint Capella, my argument is, I was in Game Seven. Exactly. But it's also the fact of you had your one. You, this, this was your breakout season. The Rockets are thinking like, you give me one more season like that, we'll give you your money. But now you take the chance. It's a risk. Exactly. It gives you that season again. It's like Kirk Cousins. Don't want to switch sports, but back to back franchise. Yeah. Now I got a whole guarantee contract. Right. Exactly. So if you guys, if this man balls out again and he sees the team like the Charlotte Hornets, say, hey, we got 30 million for you. Got it. The Rockets going off you 25. That extra five. 
No, 10. They, they gave away extra for 25 to 30. Now, I think they would throw big money because they got a lot of money. And a lot of people realize this year's salary cap for teams, it wasn't much money out there. No, the Lakers were one that had money. The Philadelphia Sixers. Brooklyn cleared up a Brooklyn, lot. Brooklyn cleared up a lot. But the teams that were looking at that, like the Suns, the Lakers, they all feel like the Sun draft DeAndre Ayton. The Kings, they went and got Marvin Bell. They got a, a fifth a fifth player, what they already have multiple of. They have other teams, they fill their spots for agency or somewhere else. And now Cook Capella, you have to sign, and hopefully that risk turns into a reward. He does sign back. But another kicker is we offered him $85 million for five years. He turns it down. He's looking for $100 million. The big question is, is Capella really worth $100 million? I would say for the Houston Rockets, yes. Because the last time you saw me and the last time you saw another player who just got the big bad that you got assigned, one of us played two extra games. Yeah. One of us did it. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I want to see what's going to happen. I think the Rockets take a big fall this season. Oh, they, they um, definitely do. Because right now, we are clinging on signing Carmelo. Uh-huh. And, okay, Carmelo fills one spot. But we had guys in the free agency, players like Jabari Parker, who's going to sign with Chicago. And I always felt like Jabari Parker wanted to go home. Yeah. Or players like Julius Randle, or players like Aaron Gordon, or players like um, it's other players that were out there in free agency that would have been perfect signing for us. But we don't have the money at all. And moving forward, you know, the, the cap will expand next year. I get that. But who's available next year for the Rockets? That, Not for any of the other 29 teams. In a big Rockets. spot that we're missing is a backup center. Huge. Nene, Nene is 40. He's done. He's done. He's After that injury, 40. he couldn't and, go and, and right now, we, we really don't have a starting power forward or Three. small forward. Yeah. So those are the two things that you would have hoped we gotten, we would have gotten, you know, taken care of free agency, but it just didn't happen right now. Yeah. We signed Michael Carter Williams. I actually like that signing for a backup point guard. See, but yeah, and the reason and why that forces was, Eric Gordon to stay on the bench. No, yeah, but it's not even. It, it, it was that wasn't the reason why we signed Michael Carter. The reason why we signed Michael Carter Williams is, like you said, when's the last time we saw Chris Paul? Game five of the Western Conference Finals. Who was our backup ball handler? After that, Eric Gordon, ball handler. Eric Gordon. Well, I mean, it wasn't even. It was no backup ball handler. That's why we signed Michael Carter Williams because he can handle the basketball. Just in case Chris Paul goes down, we can still have a ball handler on the court with and, James Harden. And, I, and well. I like the James Ennis signing. The James Ennis that gives that gives at least a, a formidable three that can that can kind of fall in that three and D range because I don't trust PJ Tucker, who's once again thirty three years old. Playing on the wing, guarding uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant, Clay Top. I don't, I don't, I don't trust the guys. Them. You have to worry about in the West. Yeah, I, I, and I don't trust that. So it was a good signing, James. And he's, he he got some length to him, so he can he can sit there and play a little bit of defense. I'm not saying he's going to be a defensive stopper. He's on a level of Luke of Luke and a level of Trevor Ariza, but he, he, he's serviceable. And maybe if we can turn Gerald Green possibly into. Someone play better defense because he, he he had the green light and that's all he was banking on shooting that jumper. So as the Rockets, we got worse as a team in the offseason for Tino won 65 games. In, in a conference that got LeBron James from LA, a team that you know a lot of people are saying they have their opinions on LA and the Lakers, but I don't want to bring it back to him. But this could be the first time in LeBron's career that he doesn't have to worry about setting other players up. Because there's a guy like Lonzo Ball that, that that's literally what he's perfect at. Exactly. And, and so you got the IQ of Rondo to help him out. And then you have a guy like Brandon Ingram, who I believe, and I could be wrong, I get it, I believe can be better than Kawhi Leonard. Potential-wise, I think he can be better than Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So you add LeBron to that, and Rondo, those are two high IQ guys that can – Heighten other players around them, and then take the team where they need to go. Yeah, yeah. and then you you look at the go to state warriors. Duh. Sure. We know how good they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, other teams have gotten better, but the Rockets lose two key players. 
could possibly. I don't think so. I think we get that deal done with um, to get the deal done with Capella, but could possibly lose Capella. And so it, it doesn't look really too good right now for the Houston Rockets. And it's going to force a lot of. Well, what LeBron? What, what, what is James Harden going to do this season? When I, I think it's going to be unfair because yeah, he just won MVP, but my organization is really not handling the books right. Exactly. But but it's also been reports of LeBron, not LeBron, but James Harden really did want LeBron James to come in town. I don't mind that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mind it either. I don't blame it. I, I, I figure this is his team. He's going to rock with it. But it's just when you. Win 65 games. I just think the fact that they won 65 games this year, did what they did, and you fall short of the finals on a team. I said earlier, the window is not big at all. It's not. It's tiny. Yes. And it just got tinier. Yes, because you lost your two top wing defenders, and that's what you need in this day world because everybody handles the basketball so well. So you need a wing defender. You need a guy that's going to create havoc. And like I said, hopefully James Anderson come in there. Do something. Maybe Gerald Green finds his defensive switch next year. The season coming up. Maybe PJ Tucker finds the fountain of youth and plays balls out on the perimeter defense. Because low post, he was there grabbing rebounds, checking down low, and we need that perimeter. And it's just I don't see anywhere on the defensive end. Since we want to be defensive, we want to have a defensive mind. We're going to make anything happen. I, I think Melo signing it will help. Due to the fact of us on offense, it gives us another another spot shooter. A lot of people cringe when I say that because Melo is a spot shooter now. That's what he is now. He, his offensive arsenal where he used to switch army knife, down low, mid-range, three-point. He's not that anymore. You know what I'm saying? New York, it, the New York Times, the Denver Nuggets time is over. And the Rockets got progressively worse. After winning 65 games, how, did, how often does that happen without injury? This is, this is without injury. It's not, we didn't even had an injury. We just had lost pieces, and we got progressively worse. We possibly we moved from the significant second-best team in the in the West to the first, from the, being arguably the first-best to being the second. Now we're down to third, possibly fourth-best team in the West. And, it's, and it's, it's just baffling as far as Maury – Moving money, he's been great with moving money, getting players in and out. But I don't know what you're going to do this time, but there's no one out there. I don't either. The season is around the corner. Training camp starts in probably three three months. Or two, two, two and a half months. So I got to see what more he can do. Maybe he can get another piece, find something we don't know about. And maybe this team can be back to the, the spot it should be in. We hope so, man. I'm just I, I want to see what's going to happen moving forward with that huge contract with Ryan Anderson. Right. Yeah. I, and I, right now it looks like he will be back. Yeah, he will. But I also been seeing trade options. They've been trying to explore trade options. They've been trying to do the straight. They've been looking at the stretch provision for him. So it's just a matter of what they want to do. Who's going to take the contract? Or are they going to have to stretch it over a certain amount of years to get some money back? to look at a free agent possibly to bring here that's still available. But I just feel that they use the stretch option on Ron Anderson. You're using that money to sign Clint Capella. You're not using that money to go sign another acquisition to help the team right yeah, now. Yeah, I just, I hate it moving forward. Yeah? Because I'm looking at this season. We take a step back, that's okay. However, I'm just looking at moving forward with your hands kind of tied. What are you going to do over the next three years to sign players? Exactly. Need money for it. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody volunteering to hoop professional. Yeah, for free. So That's not how it's going to happen. You want to uh, wait until we're going to get together next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be back in the next week for sure. Well, let's let's wait to get into some NBA, I mean, NFL talk next week. Uh, anything you want to leave them with? Man, I want to leave them with, like I said, people, summer league, don't look too much into it. But looking to the young stars that's coming in this NBA, like I said, I've told many times people, basketball is not my – basketball, I watch it, enjoy it, but it's still not the best sport in the world. But they make it very they make it very hard for you not to watch the sport. And the it's people that, everywhere. Yeah, and the people that they have for the face of it. Like I said, 
wake up, be more like LeBron James and what he does outside of the game of basketball, this world will be a better place. Mm. Do the right thing. That's, that's it. Do the right Do thing. The right it's thing. that now, simple. I'm, I'm some sports guy. And like I said, this is another episode of Kicking It With Phil. Kick it. I can find us. Find me on Instagram, Young and Educated, Y-U-N-G. Find me on Twitter, Young and Educated, Y-U-N-G. Snapchat, Evo53. You want to go and put yours out there? or You can just find me on Twitter, Some Sports Guy with two Ys. And uh, follow, you can argue that. Oh, yeah, please. Sports. Please do. And also check the website. The website we working on and everything. Like I said, I'm going to get her out y'all here. Y'all enjoy y'all night. Enjoy y'all time. We'll be great kicking and talking sports with you. This is another episode of Kicking It With Phil. Kick it. Hey, y'all have a good one.